What it is, what it do, folks. Back again. Trippy OG, a.k.a. Dope Defino, whichever you prefer. Host the Nick and 30 podcast. New episode dropped today. But obviously, you're not going to see this till tomorrow. And you're not going to hear this till tomorrow. So it's already out now. Make sure y'all go listen to that. Make sure y'all go listen to that on all platforms everywhere. My guy, Willie Will, he's back full in the flesh. The host of NBA Sauce. We are That's back. Good. Oh, man. Here we are. Another video. Uh, we just find a way to make videos anytime at this point. <laughs> Yeah, that's how we got to do it, bro. And of course, y'all know the audio will be out tomorrow as well. So make sure y'all get in tune for it. Make sure y'all get in tune. It's going to be lit. Dropping Saturday. So when you guys actually see the video, for those hearing the audio, yes, this actually will be dropping today. For those that are seeing this clip, if it goes out, nah, I'm not going to hold y'all. This clip is going to go out. So (laughs) this audio will be out. Today, it's out right now. Go listen to it. NBA Source, new episode out right now. To hear this full episode, make sure y'all go check out where you got to go, Venture Season Network. When you go there, it will be lit. Go to the Venture Season Network. Get in tune. Link is in the description. Listen to the full audio of this episode. But, bro, we might as well just get into it. The topic We're here for the trade, man. We're here for trades. The trades. You hear them, folks? We are here for the trades, man. Ah, uh, where should we start? We should start from the beginning, right? Where it all started at for the NBA. Right on. Right on Rondo, right? <laughs> yep. It started with Rondo going to the Cavs. So right after the, Yeah, it was right after the uh Rubio ACL tear. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't that big of a deal trade. It was like, okay, it makes sense. Cool. So it wasn't that much of a scream. It was like, all right. It was like, all right, cool. They they doing they got a replacement that that Mm -hmm. can play make. How long ago was this trade actually? A month. Was it? It was actually it was actually around December 30th. That's crazy. That was like two weeks ago. Oh she. Yeah, like I didn't. I thought that was almost well. I mean, it, it's going on a month. You might as well say it's going on a month. But it's yeah. like, wow, it's only two weeks ago. So okay, boom, it started two weeks ago, right? So after that, like we're gonna look at the trials of this. After that, it then goes into, it then goes into Houston with the whole, you know, the benching of. um of Woods, he didn't want to play coming out of the break. It was a big folly in the locker room. Kevin yeah, Porter, Jr. that, that wasn't great. That wasn't in. great on the coach's part. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to get into that whole spill. But then you had that incident, right? Then we had the, the whole trade thing of the Knicks get Denzel Valentine. We waved them. We waved yeah. them, folks. Draft rights to two players. And cash considerations, we saved a million dollars. Cool. Oh, this was actually to help the Cavaliers deal to get to get Rondo to the Cavs, and then the Lakers got the draft rights to a player that we had, and they saved four million. So after leading from that, that's when all the trade rumors spill. As we know, we heard some rumors about Curse Levert, uh, Miles Turner. 
Grant, Ben Simmons, then Ben Simmons being attached to Tobias Harris. Like they're patching, they're just trying to package them together. As a matter of fact, let's talk on that. How do you try to get rid of Ben Simmons, right? And then you're going to try to then add Tobias Harris. To it, like, why is your price that going is, up? That is $80 million right there. What are you getting in return for that? What do you want? Because you're not going to – I don't see in any world the Timberwolves in any world make a deal like their point guard and their center. I don't know what you do. There's like no trade that you can make that would put up to $80 million where you're putting up – it just makes no sense. Just get rid of And then the fact of the matter is they said they don't want to trade or build around the urine fox. What are you guys over there doing? Darren Fox is a good uh, good point guard. And he's held a sure better than a than a than a Ben Simmons. I'm gonna put that right there. I would rather have Darren Fox than Ben Simmons any day of the week. Ben Simmons doesn't look like he has the work ethic to keep improving. Darren Fox is playing great this year. So Ben Simmons is over $30 million. I don't know exactly what De'Aaron Fox is making, but is there a different deal that they want, as such as a Tyrese Halliburton? His contract is way lower, bro. He's still on I know, but, deal. but you so could, it's going to be easy to get him, but you're still going to have to give up a lot because, you know, Sacramento is trying to rebuild, but trying to figure I out. I mean, a way we to know do. at this point that they're committed to doing whatever it takes to go in to get Ben Simmons. They want Ben Simmons. I don't know why you're so caught up with him. I don't know what it is, but, I mean, if they can explain it, that makes sense because we're sitting here and they all they've all they've talked about this year is wanting Ben Simmons. Whoa. I don't know why. Nothing to me points towards you wanting him. I don't get it. You're, a, you're, you're still an all right seed. It's not like he's going to go make you a top four seed. That's a fact. So what is it with you wanting to get rid of a deer and Fox for a, a guy that doesn't play and that when he does play has no offensive impact, such as scoring. Who are you to, he's, who are you to? Ben Simmons, like his shooting and scoring. He's, he has no effect on the court in that way. So you're giving up a guy that's, a lot more valuable to me just because he just because Ben Simmons is better perimeter defense, which you would hopefully want in a six eight point guard or six nine. I don't know, whatever that I one mean, is. Uh, hold on to interject, right? Let's be honest here. Ben Simmons can defend elite passer, can kill in the paint. He's basically a, another Giannis without the jump shot, right? If you without surround the now, 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 look, now, if you surround him with shooters like how they did the first, like, a, a, I want to say about a season or two ago with that run with the Sixers, with, with Kawhi yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. If you surround him in that right way again, he can still thrive. So but are we going to sit here and be like, he's, I mean, the Kings are an elite three-point shooting team? No, I mean, outside of. It's not about three-point shooting at that point is about he has shooters, period. So if I'm Ben. Even if you want to, you can show it off flashes. But if you get in a team and a system to where you have shooters around you, bro, play to your strengths. I mean, it looked bad. We all know it looked bad on him to pass up on that open layup. Like, bro, you were right there. Like, that's what you do. 
But and, when, but you were, that, when you play for point, like, wait, wait, say what you're saying. I mean, at that point, I mean, like he he is scared to shoot and score. I mean, that's the point of the matter is you still want him to be able to score the ball. And he's never really been a right. good scorer. Never should have been. I mean, outside of his defense and his playmaking, sure. But again, you would hope that you're that any player can go up and make a layup. And he's he's shown multiple times that he's He's even scared to take a layup, which I don't understand. It's a layup, dude. You are at the rim. I'm not just pointing towards the Hawks game. I'm pointing towards that whole series. He didn't score over eight points in that series. Seven games, and you couldn't score over eight points in any of them? Yeah. I mean, he, he did. It's, it's just bad because De'Aaron Fox is a guy that he's not even bad. He can definitely play make. He's a pretty he's a pretty all right playmaker. And what they have going on over the day, they start off bad, but they also had Luke Walton as a coach. I mean, that guy was bad. Never was ever, never really was ever a good coach. Yeah, didn't want to play Marvin Bagley or whatever. And then when they finally got rid of him, Marvin Bagley's been all right. He's still, I'm going to say he's actually, yeah. I don't, I don't understand anything that goes on over there in Sacramento, honestly. Like, I don't know. I mean, their whole organization, the way they run things is quite. Dumb. But the fact that they're ready to blow it up, I'm not mad at it. But I do agree with you in the sense of how you're talking about the Ben Simmons aspect. I mean, he eh, he doesn't really. Why is he not playing consistent? He's he's kind of like a Cam Reddish in a way that he, he doesn't get consistent minutes. What is it like? He goes 32 minutes one night and then 20 the next night. Come on. You talking? But, about I mean, he's averaging he's averaging eight and seven in about you 20 minutes. That. Uh, Martin Bagley. Okay. Like his potential really is unlocked. He's from Duke. <laughs> put put him on the next. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. The I New York, know. the New York Blue Devils. Nah, nah, nah. It's still. It would be right now at this point. It would actually be the uh, what would you call it? It would actually be the Duke Kentucky Knicks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. Doesn't sound too bad to me, honestly. I mean, I, I, but again, I mean, for the Knicks, w- would you at this point consider giving up Julius Randle to get a Miles Turner or something? Nah, 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 nah. The whole aspect, like I tell everybody, if you're going to get Miles Turner, you're not getting rid of Randle. You're getting Miles Turner for Randle. There's, there's no way to, to let one go and one get use one to get the other. Number one, Miles Turner's contract is two years for $17.2 million. He's that's way too expensive. They would have to give us a lot back for Julius Randle. So that's not going down. You get what I'm saying? That's that's not going down. Julius Randle, man, he is inconsistent, man. Honestly, with him being inconsistent or not, his presence alone is the best we got. So if you look at it, and on top of that, we're not gonna, yeah, I, we're I not mean, gonna look. We're not gonna sit here and say that his what his what he did last year was not amazing, and the reason why he got the contract last year, accolades that he got. He, you know I mean, but what he did last year doesn't bank a thirty million dollar contract. He doesn't. It's nah, one year, what he man. did last year, and what he's doing now is he's just fighting within himself. But with the help that he's about to get, and especially with D Rose about to come back. Of course, they put out reports that, yes, we did get Cam Reddish. 
but Cam Reddish will be out for a while due to an ankle sprain. I'm kind of yeah. cool with it because it's like, bro, we don't need to rush to bring him in. If this core that we have now just got us back to 500 with the games that we have that's coming up, let them keep playing right now. Let some of these players boost their trade value. Let's get these wins. Let's get these players that we know that's going to be here. Let them get healthy. And then we're going to keep running through the second half. But that's enough about the Knicks because, I mean, we got a lot of rumors going with us, but I don't I mean, see us. Most rumors, when I'm, I'm, well, most rumors you're reading, it, it says the Knicks are not committed to a Julius Randle long-term. And I I mean, I'm not saying that's bad at all. It depends on what you get back for him, though. I'm going to put it that way. But what I'm saying is Julius's impact has been very who bad. You, who you, if you had to trade Julius, right, since we're on this topic, I mean, you trade him? Yeah, but like I said at that for? point, it depends on what you're looking for. What, do you, what would you want? Because you have Obi Toppin at the four, who I'm not saying has been – He's not consistent to say he should be thrown right in the starting spot, even though he isn't given consistent minutes. I'm just saying it depends on what you're really looking for at that point. Are you looking to build to keep the – at this point, who's your starting point guard? Man, quickly. Honestly no? speaking, bro, with Tom, our starting point guard would probably just be Alex Burks all the time at this point. Like, I don't I don't know. He's – I'm like a lot. I, I, from what I've seen – I think Camille quickly can be the point guard. He's he's oh, he's be. good. He I think be. you're. I think the the four the core the core four as I'm gonna call it quickly. You can even put like Grimes up in there, but I'm saying like right now, you know, when you get healthy, Cam Reddish, R.J. Barrett, and Obi Toppin, those are four guys that like can develop into something. But, like, the five, it's just so inconsistent because, you know, both of those guys miss so much time. There isn't really a consistent centerpiece there. And that's times- why I tell you, if you go get Miles Turner, you're keeping Randall at the four. You get Miles Turner at the five, right? Then you still what have would you give up for a, What would you give up for a Miles Turner? Evan Fournier? Too much money. No, 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 no. Evan Fournier makes $18 million a year. So you actually could. Because you have to see, you, you, when people think about money, they think about it all together instead of year by year. You, you yeah. have to move a contract versus year by year. He makes mm-hmm. 17.2. I think Evan makes like 18. 18. So mm-hmm. you could possibly do that. You could possibly do that. Now, and then maybe just at that point, Roll Clinton Grimes off the bench. He's been pretty good. Now, here's the thing. I'm hearing this, too. I'm hearing that we're rumored and interested in actually going to get Karis LeVert, right? So we're rumored and going to get Karis LeVert. That obviously means that we're moving on two wing players. Because to make this happen, obviously, we're still going to go get Miles Turner in that package. Like, some way in there, we're going to get Miles Turner. You feel me? So, I feel like if we're going to do that, and we're probably we're, – I'm probably – I don't know. I'm probably thinking that we're going to get rid of Evan and we're going to get rid of Burks. You go get Miles Turner, and um, you go get Miles Turner. You go get uh, Karis LeVert. You pitch yeah. in OB in that. So that way they get some type of big back in that deal with two wings, right? And obviously, Karis LeVert would be taking 
um, Alex Burke spot. Evan Fournier would be out of here. So that way Grimes would get playing time. And then on top of that, um, Cam Reddish would still get his time, right? And then after that, you get the center that you need. And you didn't have to give up Mitch. I'm just saying. But that's just me, you know, speaking crazy because that that whole package, if you really analyze it, sounds like a crazy deal. But So you'd be fine know. with getting getting rid of uh, Obi Toppin? Bro, you ha- I keep telling everybody on every platform, every source, you can check it. I'm telling you, if you have to package anybody from the youth that we have out of all of these young guys we have, the first player that's going to go, if you read between the lines, I promise you, and just like that Ding said, I promise you, you will always put Obi Toppin in the package first just because of the potential that he has and the fact that he's not getting any play at all. He went from playing at most 45 minutes to barely even scratching 10 minutes a game now. Since Randall's been back, bro, there's this the writings on the wall that Obi's going to be a part of a trade some way, somehow. Then Tom keeps stating that uh, Kimba's doubtful. So some way, somehow he's going to end up being in a trade because how do you go from questionable to now being doubtful? You get what I'm saying? So there's, there's writing on the wall for certain players. The only thing that we're trying to figure out now in my mind is what are we doing with the centerpiece? Are we keeping, are we trading? And then when it comes to the wings is it's automatically who are we trading? Cause mm-hmm. obviously when it comes to Cam Reddish, we could have traded, um, we could have actually mm-hmm. traded Quentin Grimes cause that's who they initially wanted, but we chose not to, we said, no, we saw the potential yeah. and then we decided, they said, look, we'll take Kevin Knox. But that's where that went. But besides the Knicks, right? How do you mm-hmm. feel about the rumors of, of just Atlanta itself wanting to blow up the team? The only two players that are not up for grabs is Trey Young and Clint Capella. How do you feel about that? And who do you feel with they're not making they're not making John Collins untradeable? Nope. And honestly, he has the he has the, I think, the second highest contract. So you could get something back for him. And I, they're actually pursuing Ben Simmons. Like they want Ben. I'm gonna leave it simple. Ah, they are so dumb. I'm gonna put it this way: they suck. Took they, the Hawks. The Hawks suck this year. I, I mean, God, like when you look at that team, you had Trey Young go for 56, 15, and seven, and they still lost. They suck on defense. And they suck on offense. They need to blow it up around Trey Young. If I'm being, if I'm being honest, when healthy, your two most valuable players isn't even with Clint Capella involved. Their backup, their young guy, is going to be better than that than Clint Capella. Clint Capella sucks. I mean, God, dude, you're telling me you want to keep him, dude? Listen, your young center is is something if you can give him minutes. Please don't let every single young player go to waste because your management sucks. <laughs> Trey Young's the only guy that has 
actually struck gold well, outside of John Collins. But I'm saying you're willing to let go. I mean, at one point, I don't know what it is with DeAndre Hunter when they still play him. He's not playing consistent minutes. They're not playing Cam Rice consistent. This is what I talked about when they drafted every single young guy that they got, right? Where does this make sense? You're like, you drafted too many young guys and you're not developing the right guys. You're still Danilo Gallinari, who is a waste of time to put on, put on the, like, and the guy just, I don't know what it is with you guys, but you guys are stuck up. You guys love this guy. The guy isn't good. (laughs) You're paying him 18, what is it? 18 million? Like what? These contracts, like they brought the same exact team and it's shown it doesn't work to bring this same exact team, changing nothing but only pissing off the young guys who had actual potential. The team got worse, and people want to say, oh, but they're all right. No, they are trash. And they're willing to give up their future for guys that aren't even going to be on the team in three years. I mean, I, know, but look, but they're trying to blow up the team because they want Ben Simmons. So then at that point, you're willing to tell me you're going to let go. I mean, because I, 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 they're trying sure. to pair. Look, they're trying to have a big three of Ben Simmons, Clint Capella and Trey Young. And I'm not going to lie to you. That actually does mesh well together. If you think about it, but it's about who would you give up and who would the Sixers really want for that trade? They wanted Cam Reddish. I mean, I think that was something that we've seen. They wanted a Cam Reddish, and that made sense because they – the 76ers, who the hell was their starting small forward? Um, Bias Harris. I thought it was the starting four. Mm, I don't know, man. With the, I don't know, whatever. With the way whatever they it is, right? But – at the end of the day, I would rather have John Collins on my team than Clint Capella. I'm not going to. But you got to remember, remember last year, there was rumors about how Trey Young and John Collins wasn't getting along. So maybe that is actually still standing because they both have been speaking out about how the defense sucks and how, you know, members are not giving it in. But I mean, at least they're not lying. Their team, I mean, you. Would Trey Young be lying if he came on the podium and said, we effing suck, I want out? <laughs> because nothing goes well there. They, they're they wasting the young talent. They're not getting better. Their defense is horrible. I mean, I thought the Lakers' defense was horrible, but you look at the Atlanta Hawks' defense, and you thought the, the, the Lakers couldn't develop? The Hawks, outside of two players, what have they done developmental-wise? That's they just wasted – and to me, not as, to me, Cam Reddish can be a star. He could be a really good player because he's actually going to be given considerate minutes of like 30-plus minutes. But guess what, though? He's on the Knicks. So it's yep. lit. It's lit. <laughs> because it's lit. the Hawks, man, y'all really messed this up, bro. It doesn't matter. Because but I look, think for an update point, with the Hawks, though, right? For an update with the Hawks, though, one thing. They did say that they uh, do not see themselves uh, making a move with Kevin Knox as of right now. So it looks like Kevin Knox might actually be there to stay. I do need to add. Oh that. yay! Well, we get to see Kevin. young Kevin Herter, DeAndre Hunter. Oh man, we get to see Kevin Knox at the at the two man. 
My man said that too. You know what? Enough of the land of talks because that one got it. That one is hilarious. So how do you <laughs> feel about the situation with Bull Boy? He actually, his trade got voided. Yeah. The um, fact of him not passing the physical. Do you think, do you underminingly think that the Nuggets knew about this and they made a deal just to get a draft pick? Because the Ronnie McGruger or whoever that is, no, no, I don't think they really needed him. So I think they did it for the draft pick. They wanted the draft pick. Um, Bobo, they another kind of thing of like, hey, he had potential. He looked good in the bubble or when they were playing in the bubble. He, him and Jokic looked like a good power forward center combination. I don't know what the Nuggets front office was doing. We saw him for like four games just break out. He was putting up the numbers that like Nikola Jokic can kind of put up by 20, 10, and 10. He was putting up triple doubles. So then you look at the laughing stock of a head coach that Mike Malone is at times. Like the guy doesn't know his rotations. He was – see, you would think as a head coach you would want to win more and, 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 and be good, but you can't be good when you're consistently moving around the lineup. And just put one consistent lineup, see what it does, and we saw that for three straight games. Bobo and him were working out. So what? what is your thoughts when you take him out and don't even put him back in? Like, you're just like, oh, you, weren't, you, you, you didn't do enough. Like, what the hell do you want him to do? He did everything asked. He, he was putting up great numbers. And then you just go to a point where you're not even playing him. Yeah, if I'm Bobo, I'm like, if I'm Bobo, I'm like, hey, I'm out of here, bro. This is some BS, bro. Is Bobo? At one point, college looked like a stud. And then I don't remember what it was. I think he just had a few ankle injuries. But, again, the man was playing great. And then you just don't even play him. It makes I mean, dude, the way that, the way these coaches, man, I don't know what it is. Maybe smoking something. Honestly. Here's my coach. Here's my coach. I'm not even mad at you for that. Not even mad at you for that because – I don't know what some of these teams are thinking about these days, for real, for real. But with that being said, we also have rumors about how the Magic are willing to let go of Mo Bamba for a first-round pick. Do you see that happening? Uh, not going to lie, I don't watch the Magic. They're pretty hot garbage, but hey, we'll see what's that what's Mo Bamba doing. <laughs> Uh, Mo Bamba's actually developing. He's getting better and better. He's doing what he has to do. So that's actually a good outlet. So with the next uh, rumor that we all know about, um, I don't know if you know about this, but how do you feel? And I think they can actually acquire him some way, somehow. How do you think he would actually fit if... Excuse me. Woo! Had to sneeze. No, it's not Corona. <laughs> We already had that, folks. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, folks. It's not. But how do we feel? Well, not how do we feel. How do you actually feel about the fit of Gary Trent Jr. on the Lakers if that trade can happen? And who would they give up to make that trade go down? Gary's making like 22 million, right? Something like that. Some some dumb. Whatever. He was. Or it was like three or four. Seventy-two million. You know what's really funny? He put out a tweet, right, where it was like, 
so under it, it was like the Lakers had interest in Gary Trent, and he puts out. I also had interest in Zadea, but that doesn't work out. Um, I don't know if he's actually going to Lakers. It was just fun to see him tweet out. I also had interest in Zendaya, but that didn't work out. So, yeah, I saw that meme. I saw that meme. That was funny. I'm so, just but- saying, though, if he did get there, who would you trade to get him over there? Russell's making forty-four million, so they would realistically be their team having to give up more money to get Russell. But is he really worth that? No, I'm saying forget a Russ. If you had to put a package together, you're the GM of the Lakers. Who are you packaging to get Gary Trent Jr. from the Raptors? Who are you packaging? That's you the know? issue here. Is that, what can they give up? <laughs> I mean, is it? And the Davis is on like a 30 plus, 35 plus or something. LeBron's on a max. Eric, the big three is on a huge max. I don't know. Who, I don't think. Anyone on the Lakers outside of those three are making more than four million. Of course, you're gonna have to give up multiple players. So yeah, you gonna have to you gonna have to give up at least two players. Yeah, that's the. I mean, you look at that Lakers team and they have like three guys over thirty five million. And then you have like some of them leak mark one point six two million. What a steal! The guy's been they're arguably second best player with LeBron out. Honestly speaking, I think of course. Oh, well, I'm not going to say Russ, but of course the other two with LeBron and AD, uh, Malik Monk and Reeves, I don't think they're going anywhere. Of course with Mello, right? So to get Gary Trent, I probably would say tailing uh, T, uh, THT, he'll probably be in that package. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll probably throw, they'll probably throw Baysmore there. I'm thinking Baysmore. If not Baysmore, it's somebody else on that team, but I don't really look at their team that much. But I know Baysmore and THT, they probably have packaged them somewhere somehow, probably some draft picks and toss some cash over there. And then, boom, they could go get him. I mean, we've seen all the rumors with Russ being out. He needs to be out, but they can't can't trade him if no team wants him. (laughs) But even so, even if you wanted to trade Russ – over there for Gary Trent Jr., that would be the Raptors having to send more. And the way Russ has been playing, they're not doing that. So you, whoever's, whoever thought that idea, that they could kiss that one goodbye because that would never, that would never. Dude, happen. Gary Trent no has sense. been arguably more valuable than Russ this year. How do we feel about Grant? When I'm talking about Grant, I'm talking about Grant. From yeah, Jeremy Grant from the Pistons. Yeah, how do we feel about him? The, the teams that are interested. Of course, the Knicks, I don't see that happening no more. The Wizards, the Blazers, and the Lakers. Who do you actually feel out of the Wizards, the Blazers, and the Lakers that actually makes the most sense for Grant? If they can get him. Yeah, I know, right? Out of those three teams, the Wizards, the Lakers, and the Blazers, who do you feel is it makes the most sense for them? I mean, the Blazers, I think, just didn't they just shut down Damian Lillard for the year? Uh, I don't think they shut him down for the year, but he definitely did have surgery on uh, abdominal surgery, so I know that for sure. Um, maybe it's time to just throw everything away. I mean, that team, 
That's another team that just needs to get rid of everything. They can't build around Dame for crap. CJ, I don't even know what he's been doing this year. I don't think he's been really playing as much either. So, Gary Trent's kind of been that guy. We've seen a rumor. I saw one rumor at one point talking about trading Gary Trent to the Pelicans. There's so many, like, different – like, Jeremy Grant, what would they have to – what would they receive back? I think he's making, what, like 20 million? He's only like on the twenty million mark. That's the thing. He only, you know, he was a three-year, sixty million dollar contract. So he's like on that twenty million dollars. What can the? If anything, with the Wizards, they'll probably give up uh, um, Trez or uh, KCP due to the fact that they had that fight at the half at, at, at halftime at one point. So they'll definitely split them up, and I think they both have contracts to where. Some way, somehow, you could maneuver one with adding another piece. And if the Pistons want somebody that's red hot, you would probably get rid of uh, get get uh, you probably get rid of uh, what's his name, Kyle Kuzma, if you don't want to stay on him. But that's not smart. The only person that you would get rid of is either Kyle Kuzma or you'd probably attach Spencer Dinwiddie to that uh, to that trade. So I would think Spencer Dinwiddie or Kyle Kuzma attached with either Trez or KCP for Grant and probably a, a, a first round pick if they had to go to Detroit to get Grant. That probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I can't remember how much they, I, I can't remember how much they gave actually to Spencer Dimwood, but I know he's not, I don't think he's making 20 million. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Double check real quick. Cause I, I can't remember, but if he's making 20 million then that could just be a straight up trade most likely. But probably have to factor in a couple of picks or something like that. Here we go, contract. Um, he's got a three-year, $54 million contract. How much is that per year? 18 Okay, so they can actually just, like I said, they would actually do a Spencer Dinwiddie and then Kyle, Kyle Kuzma. How much is his contract? Because I don't think I'll his see. is too much crazy. Because he did get signed. No, he got traded over there, I think. Yeah, he got traded over. Yeah. Because um, I know he's not still on a rookie deal, right? Okay, so in the December of 2020, he signed a deal of three years for Three years, forty-two million with the uh, Lakers, all guaranteed money. I don't know why the Lakers gave him fourteen million dollars per year, but okay, okay, that's, so yeah, that's be that's beyond me. I don't know. I would so yeah, it, it would go in one of those rounds, and it would be like I said. I mean, they must have believed him. They must have believed him in him hard to give him fourteen million a year when the guy was not good. No, they actually, he actually is good. They just didn't give him the time. Well, I'm, I'm saying money, like when he was with the, the Lakers, at least. When he was with the Lakers, at least he they didn't, didn't give him the time. Him. They didn't give him the time. Right. I mean, it's also kind of hard to play with like LeBron James and play in L.A. when you're given all that. But um, also, I mean, looking back on it, he was never really a consistency. He was always – his role was always changed. He was either like the smart and small forward. He was just backup or he was asked to shoot more, and then other night it was just crazy. He was never a one kind of role player. He was like, a, "Hey, you're going to play this role tonight, and then that role the next night." All right. So, with all of that, the top trade targets right ahead of the deadline. So 
with the last, I want to say, nine to, nine to eight minutes of this. Let's talk about that, right? We got, of course, we already talked about Ben Simmons. We already talked about Grant Miles. So now you have Harrison Barnes. I'm going to just go down the list, and then we could just chop it up about whoever. We have Harrison Barnes, Christian Woods, Terrence Ross, Buddy Hill, Joe Ingles, DeMontis Sabonis, Marvin Bagley, and Eric Gordon. Who do you actually think will be traded? You could stay at Christian Wood at this point. Um, he has a he has no relationship with that team at this point. Their relationship's been ruined multiple times. Too many fights, and I it's not like he's the issue, it's the coaching staff over there sucks. And they would rather have a fight than, you know, shut up and, you know, admit that they're wrong. Um, and then, you know, the fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, you could even say DeMontis Stavonis, or it'll probably be Miles Turner. It'll be one of those guys. One of those guys are dealing dealt. Um, it, even though Miles Turner publicly said, I want out of Indiana, because he's said it multiple times publicly, he wants his message put across. I think his message is being put across, but I don't think, I don't know what they're going to get from. Uh, you could say maybe Eric Gordon. He's shooting pretty good, I've heard, from three this year, like 47%. So if you really want a three-point shooter sniper, bro, you go get him. Uh, and I don't think – I mean, he's, he's had some really good games. I don't know what it is with him, but he, he just one night decides, hey, I'm going to go for 30. No, definitely, definitely. With me – I personally feel like uh, Buddy Hill will probably be out the door some way, somehow. I don't know what team he would actually go to. I'm Maybe not... he's part of that deal. Maybe he's part of that Ben Simmons. <laughs> hey, well, I don't know, man. I don't know. At this point, it would make sense, too. That would be cool. But um, you got Buddy Hill. Um, I don't know. Harrison Barnes, I, I doubt he's leaving the Sacramento Kings. I don't, I don't see anybody that would really want him or who would really be like, I need his services. He's I, also on, like, a huge contract. That's his issue. Definitely. Um, Terrence Ross, I see a playoff team going to get him. So I definitely see him being up for grabs. Joe Ingles, whatever three-point team needs him, maybe if the – no, I don't know. But maybe if the Warriors want to fix up their bench and really go crazy – I see them being like Warriors, the Suns, maybe even the uh, Timberwolves, one of those teams going to get Joe Ingles. Yeah, help their bench. He, he's the bench player. He's the bench player at its finest. I think he's actually started some games this year. but And definitely. And then Marvin Bagley, I feel like he would just be somewhat packaged in a trade if it came to them actually moving on from De'Aaron Fox. I feel like they're going to package – Darren Fox and add Marvin Bagley to the mix within that trade. So they're going to be packaged together. I don't know how it's going to happen, but some way, somehow, both of those two guys are going to get packaged together if Darren Fox is moved before the uh, the deadline. So I see that going down. Um, as of Christian Woods, after all the accusations that went down, it's really up to him and the organization to figure out what's best. And then if they do keep them, that would be good. But if they don't, hey, hopefully they could get some type of value back for them. DeMontis Sabonis, if anything, I want to see DeMontis Sabonis go to Boston. 
Like I do, I want to see him go to Boston. So we do. We see a. We finally see it. Where you nope, move on? They, I don't see them. Nope, they don't break up with them. They don't do that. They don't do that. For some what reason, are, they, they don't do that. What are they trading away? For some bonus, man. I don't know. They're probably packaging like a Marcus Smart or something. Marcus Smart and Dan Schroeder. Oh, yeah, I forgot Dennis Schroeder signed that low contract because he bet it on himself and it did not go right. It didn't go right. Yeah, I mean, that's like $17, $18 million right there, and DeMontis is making $20 million? I don't know. Let me see that. I'm in the figures. But um, honestly, yeah, that's, that's, that's different. With me personally, I just feel like if Sabonis was actually that third guy, that they added into the whole mix of, you know, the Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum mix. I feel like they could actually go far. Sabonis actually would fit that bill, fit that mix. So I see that now with Grant, if, if you're going to now with Grant, when it comes to the Blazers, I feel like that's the perfect fit for him. If you're telling me that the keys are eventually going to go to Simons, that point guard over there that backs up Portland. I mean, backs up Portland that backs up Dame. If he if the keys are gonna go to him, then Grant pairing him with Grant would be perfect. Now, if that's the route that they're going, that makes total sense. That makes total sense. Oh, the Montes Smith is on a four-year, seventy-five million dollar contract. So, oh my God, what is that? Like eighteen, nineteen million right there a year? Eighteen. Because remember, uh, Evan Fournier is on on the seventy-four. He makes he get an eighteen a year. So, so yeah. So 18. he's around the eighteen million. So he, I mean. Marcus Smart, Dennis Schroeder, and like a late first or a first round pick from some year for DeMontis Smart. And you pair up those three, Jalen Brown, just them. Oh my. Now that's all it is. So that's in, better than in having Indiana like, is cool with it. And Boston is cool with it. I'm telling you, that's a steal. And I'm telling you, that's a, ooh, that's a killer. Ooh, that's something to think about, folks. Ladies and gentlemen. For everybody that is sitting here and and listening, and for those that are watching, I'm letting y'all know right now. If you pair up Brown, Tatum, and Sabonis, it's going to be spooky in Boston. It's going to be crazy. It is going to be elite. And then also, you have Robert Williams over there. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Man. I want to see it, man. But wait, who runs the point guard at that? Oh, Peyton Pritchard probably runs the point guard at that point. And he's not bad. He's not bad at all. He's not bad at all. And honestly, you got to think about it. Some way in that trade for Sabonis, they're going to add some type of guard in that just, just to compensate for it. Or yeah. Or I mean, if, or if you think Boston that, do that, they're going to make a trade for some type of guard in, in the mix. But here's the thing. You think about it at that point, you don't need a a, a scoring point guard. You just need a guy that can set the rest of the offense. And Prem Pritchard has done that. Yeah, he definitely could. He definitely I mean, could. I'm trying to think. If they really want to also. Hmm. Who's the free? I was going to say. I'm trying to Maybe think what like, the guards they have over there at the moment. I mean, if they really didn't get a guard back, 
they could just go to free agency and get someone for like 10, 15 minutes a night on the guard spot outside of Prince Richard. Who you know it's honestly true. If I feel like if they go to Sabonis route and unrestricted free agency, they'll go get Jalen Bronson because he'll be an unrestricted free agent. He'll be their point guard over there. That would be a good lineup. You have Jalen Bronson, Jalen Brown, uh, Jason Tatum, DeMontis. But what I'm saying is like, for the finish out this year, if they were to finish out this year and go get like a backup guard, they could easily look at free agency. It's not like you need anything huge at the point guard. You just need a guy that can go out, set up the rest of the offense, and like I said, Payton Pritchard is the perfect option for the rest of this year. So That's a fact. That is a perfect fact. But we'll leave it on that note. Yep. That's all the updates we have for trades, all the scenarios that we're thinking about. But as you can see, we're going to keep this going all the way until the deadline. Excuse yep. me. Woo. Allergies going crazy, folks. But Oh, man, I hate allergies. <laughs> I hate them to the max, too, bro. I definitely do. But look, y'all, yeah. we will give y'all every week so far different trade updates, different scenarios that we are thinking about, different things that we have seen in the media. So look out for it. Definitely look out for it. It's been great. It's been real. It's your guy who I don't even think I need to say it anymore. Y'all know my name. New episode just dropped today. It just dropped today. And again, for those that don't know, it did drop yesterday because it's a twist to it. Plot twist, baby. Plot twist. But new episode is out. Nick and 30 podcast. Make sure y'all go listen to that. All platforms out. Shigai Dope Defiant, aka Pippi OG, whichever you prefer. My main man, Willie Will. Any last words, bro? Go check out Sports Source on, on uh, YouTube. We're growing over there too, man. We tried. You get what I'm going, man? We're rolling. We're doing everything we got to do. More clips of NBA Source. We'll go on Adventure Season Network Basketball Station. But when you type it in on YouTube, it's just a VSN Basketball Station, man. Everything powered by what? Adventure Season Network. We super lit. Y'all stay real, man. We see y'all next time.